The following audio program contains mature content, including offensive language. Listener discretion is advised. Play the radio. Make sure the kids hear words. You're talking to the guy that remembers everything. Remember that Tommy Buckfuck? Yeah, I don't feel okay with that. I really don't. Real is a loser. You know, I'm not even saying anything anymore. Why? Or maybe it's just that I'm hogged up on caffeine. And because y'all get on to me for even saying anything. Oh. I'm done. No, I'm I- done. I'm done. You're supposed to fight back. Look, look. <laughs> I feel like you have a boner right now. I don't. The land of Fujiwa is a shitocracy. First and foremost, I am not right. fucking RoboTuner. <laughs> Robo, fuck you. Man would be so tender. Oh Number God. one. That's the play for a stripper to just go, oh yeah, I listen to all of them all the time. <laughs> Why did the stripper turn to Matt so Thomas? Where's the stripper from? Thomas, sure. is that you, man? I thought it was genius, RoboTuner. You did a fantastic job. It Please. is. I thought that I just wanted some money so I could buy some pop screen filters. <laughs> you dress up well, Thomas, man. I didn't know you were into this. You little LARPer, you. Someone shoot me. I have to live with him. All these podcasts in my feed, but something's wrong. Not a single one I follow. They sing their own theme song. Now I have my own, and I really must say, please offer us advertisement so we can do this for pay. Do this for pay. Back in 2015, just a desktop and two mics We found it hard in social media to get any likes Then we got new equipment and the world was much more fun Three years had gone by, now our studio is done RoboTuner, master of debacle, sitting at the helm Sushi keeping Matt in check, true ruler of this realm Thundercase shocking both their asses into gear Alex the intern, why am I even here? We're glad that you have joined for this occurrence of our show can't think of lyrics for this part, so here we go. The song is almost over, starting at last. Broadcasting from the dungeon at Castle Fujiwatch, Robotuners in Significant Podcast. Occurrence 122. Or Sunday, February the 14th, in the year of the animal that is also a synonym for hugs and kisses. You know? Yeah, it's... Oh, you get it? Because its letters are X and O. Yeah. I was like, I didn't get it at first, and I was like, oh, wait, wait, wait. I get it. Yeah, which is also fitting, considering what today is. But but before we touch on that, greetings, RoboTuner, coming at you from the dungeon at Castle Fujiwa. Back again with that low-budget podcast style for your listening, enjoyment, amusement, disgust, or all of the above. Take your pick. Unfortunately, unfortunately, not joining us today is my existing romantic life partner, Sushi. She is not feeling well and is laying down. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. You, Yeah, <laughs> the, the sound effects. That's, again, every time you guys are remote, that's the one I forget to queue up. So, <laughs> I was not comparing my girlfriend to an ox, if that's what you were thinking. <laughs> no, I, actually, I said boo, but... <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you said woo. Like, I was just going to let you dig your own grave. That oh. okay, Billy <laughs> <laughs> I was going to keep rolling with it. She's not here to, to defend herself unless she pops into the YouTube chat. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so, yeah, she's, she's not feeling well. She, about two hours ago, she was complaining of... She was feeling kind of feverish uh, her stomach was hurting well, not hurting but her stomach was squeezy and she had a headache um, but also as I introduce every week we also have the 50 pound bag of salt that you pour on your driveway Thunder K so in this case you're helpful extremely and then of course we have bag of shit in the white shirt next to him anymore <laughs> I have never called you that. Uh, not, not in that many words. No. <laughs> Jesus, man. You give me way too much credit. <laughs> and then, of course, we also have his son, Alex, the intern. Hello. All right. And that's how you get. <laughs> I, 
I like it, but it's like every time we do this, it's like a new track every time. Yeah, because I keep forgetting to like or <laughs> save the particular music. It's gonna be the Moonlight videos. Sonata. I need to put that software on your Mac so you can you can use the soundboard that I have. Oh yeah, and just use hotkeys. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I keep forgetting about that, but no, I would never play something as low tempo and in a and in a minor key for your introduction. That just doesn't suit you. What are you trying to say? I'm a too happy of a person? Well, no, I mean, but how would you... <laughs> how would you like it if I chose some other song, like uh, the one I did of Autotune of Susie from Forward's Famous, where she's singing Choke Your Chicken? Because <laughs> remember, I used that as her music, intro music, whenever she was our guest. <laughs> You know what? It would be an honor. Mm-hmm. I didn't even make out of two songs of our stuff. It's just really time-consuming. I just haven't had the the chance to do any. In fact, it's been shit almost a year and a half since my last one that I did. What? No, wait, that's not true. A year ago, I did the one. I did another one for Forward Famous for Susie's show of her and her daughter Ivy. There's a lot of junk. Yeah. Anyway, so. What's going on today? Snow. Lots of it. In fact, we're forecasted to get, to get anywhere between three and six inches. And we, I don't know about you guys at your house, but over here, I have around three to three or four inches already. Whenever I stepped out here to the dungeon, that's what I had to step through. Oh, yeah, because you, you had to make the trek. Yeah, you had to make the trek to the... How, how was your whole 15 feet you had to make? No, it's more like 20, but it wasn't bad. <laughs> Ice is a totally different subject, though. Which I'm hoping the snow doesn't turn into ice, because then I'd be scared to walk outside. Very bust my ass. I did see something the other... I did see something yesterday that's I've seen before that was circulated on Facebook. And oh, yeah. the picture says how not... How to properly walk on ice and not bust your ass. And it actually compared a, a step to that of which a penguin does. Because whenever a penguin walks, they step straight down. They don't angle their leg at a 45 degree forward and then take a step. They, Have you what, ever seen those guys? They're always slipping and falling. Who, penguins? Yeah, penguins. They've all, there's millions of videos of them just falling on their ass. Oh. <laughs> Maybe you shouldn't walk like a penguin. <laughs> Well, it was just an observation, really. <laughs> More than anything, I, I would not walk like a penguin on ice. That's, I don't yeah. think that's. Uh, I don't know. I, I think they fall because they shift their weight too much. Well, they have a. I mean, their legs are so close together; they have a really, really bad center of gravity. From what I've heard, you're supposed to walk with your legs spread, so it'll, it'll uh, increase your center of gravity or lower your center of gravity. Hmm. I haven't heard that. That's interesting. And in the first time in my recent memory, the entire state of Texas is actually on a winter storm warning. Yeah. I, I don't that's know great. if that's ever happened before. Usually whenever storms come through, they just f- affect one part of the state, but not the other, but not not, not what we're experiencing right now. So I'm not too worried about the snow and I don't have any need to drive anywhere either. It's ice that scares me, and it always has. Now, if this turns into ice, that yeah, it's going to be bad. Well, That's you know the... it is, because uh, cars have been driving on the road, melting all that fluffy snow, and the, wa- the, wa- the water from that melted snow is just going to harden into ice. It's 11 degrees outside right now. Yeah. The... Last I saw the low tomorrow is still going to be 1 one degree. I don't think I've ever seen temperatures in Texas that low ever in my whole life. That's crazy. Yeah. Although I did melt a bit of snow earlier because I had to take a piss before we started the show. And I didn't want to walk all the way back inside. Did you write your name? No, I didn't, ha- I didn't have enough to. RoboTuner was here, bitch. I'd have to drink 64 gallons, not 64 gallons, shit. Uh, like a whole gallon of water in order to write that. Maybe two. 
I don't think my bladder has that kind of capacity. Just piss into a mustard bottle and just squirt it on the room. Man, your name is four letters. It's not that hard. Oh, I thought you were saying what? Well, your dad said, your dad Thunder K said, uh, RoboTuner was here, bitch. That's why I'm saying I would have to oh, drink a gallon of more to write that. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Yeah, and another thing that's concerning me about this weather is that this uh, ERCOT, who is the this official official office of energy for the state of Texas, is actually telling people to conserve as much power as they can for the next two days through Tuesday night. And in fact, they're telling people, and of course, a lot of it's common sense already, such as don't don't turn on any necessary lights. Don't leave them on. Don't uh, don't run any high energy appliances like your washing machine or uh, electric ovens. And they're recommending everyone to set their thermostats to sixty eight degrees. Yeah, <laughs> I don't see that happening. I mean, I don't, my, uh, yeah, I don't see that happening either. Well, I have I a know g- most women. Most women could not be in sixty eight degrees unless it's that so time in the month. Different. Or they're in, going through menopause. Maybe, yeah. Well, I know that. I know that uh, people, the women I know, besides my wife, she's she's good. But the women I know, like my mom and my grandmother, they like to keep the thermostat to the right of one hundred. You know, like Satan's bathroom. Oh. Setting. Yeah, not me. I've I have mine on seventy five right now. And mine actually hasn't been running consistently today either. It turns on maybe once every hour or two. Yeah, well, Shelly's usually running the stove quite a bit, which doesn't require electricity. But no, because ours is gas, and the house pretty good. Our heater's gas too, our main one, and then yeah. the one in here in the dungeon's electric. Uh, gas heaters, man, they they are way better than electric. Yeah, they are. I hated having an electric one. Uh, remember. Ice Mageddon that happened in December 2013. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was before we moved in t- here to the castle, and we we're still shared shared residential compound Fujiwa and Eulis. That was the highest electric bill I've ever received in my life six hundred eighty dollars. Yeah, it was yeah, awful. I just I had to split it up over the period of three months just to pay it down or to pay it. Yeah, it's gonna be just as bad. You got all these COVID people out of work. Yeah, I. Yeah, I know it. <laughs> so, do you guys have any interesting stories about the cold or snow that you'd like to share? Since we're on the subject. Wow. I I just know that I've learned how to walk on ice because I've fallen a lot. Um, one time, we used to get in trouble with my mom when we would go outside when she was at work. And one time it snowed, and it doesn't snow very often in Texas, and so I had to take the opportunity to go out and, and play in the snow when Mom wasn't there. And, you know, I was immediately punished when I walked out of the door, set one foot on the back porch, and my feet were over my head. I landed on the concrete, banged my head, got back up, went back in, and pretended like none of that ever happened. Oh, shit. I think um, one time one time mom and dad were at work and it was like me, my brother and my sister we all went out because it was a snow day and it was, it, was, it was high so we walked around we walked around the block we have this old folks home right, right down the street from us and so we walked all the way down to the old folks home and right over there they had this little mound where you can just kind of like we walked up this mound and we kind of slid down a couple times well, at one point, my brother, he fell backwards and landed on the street. Ow. Oh, yeah. And it, it was, Shit. He was sitting there for a second because he was in pain. But little little did he know, there was this truck just coming towards him. So we, we basically, me and my sister, had to pull him out of the street and, like, onto the, on back to the grass so this truck could get by. That was just that was, and then y'all made a pact to not pact to not tell mom or something, right? Because this is the first time hearing of this story. Oh yeah, that's uh, yeah. I mean, it happened like 
too many years ago for me to remember. Yeah. Yeah, were you still a little kid whenever that happened, Alex? Yeah, I was... I think I was at least maybe 10. Okay. Yeah, I'm so used to it snowing, and then the next day to going above, you know, freezing and melting all the snow and the slush and then freezing again that night. This is the first week I, I ever remember it being, you know, so many days in a row below freezing. Oh, yeah. It's been freezing since last week, right? Uh, as far as the temperatures, yeah, and we're not, uh, our temperatures aren't supposed to be above freezing until Friday. Yeah. Which, that's very unusual that the whole entire week with it being below freezing. Mm-hmm. I know, it, it's, it's not very common at all here in Texas, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. Well, it's... <laughs> uh, <laughs> And when I, whenever I asked about uh, if you have any interesting snow stories, like, have you guys ever, like, uh, made yellow s- snowballs or, like, brown snowballs or that's dumb shit like that? What you get in Texas is brown snowballs. You pull it off the car and there's, like, dirt and oil mixed in it and you just throw it at each other. No, I don't love a dirt ball, throw it at somebody's head, there's a rock in it. I was talking about taking a shit in the snow and ch- oh, chunking it at dang. somebody. Or, I, I, doesn't I even have to be yours. It ha- It could be your dog's. Nope, nope. I, I'm, I've, done, I've done yellow. I've done yellow, not not brown. Jeez. I've never even. I wouldn't even touch yellow snow, let alone piss in it and throw it at somebody. <laughs> yeah, even with gloves on, right? Even with gloves on. Yeah. Well, let's see. the The first I remember the first year that I was driving when I was sixteen. My first class of the day was media technology, which was at a separate campus from my high school. And it started snowing during the, during the class. And then I was on, on my way to my high school for the rest of my classes. That was the first time. I remember the first time that I actually, that I actually peeled out and lost control in my car. My car did a total 180 in the middle of an intersection as I was trying to turn. Luckily, there weren't any cars around me, so nothing else happened. You remember that year that it snowed on Christmas in Texas? It was like, yeah, that was a two thousand. Yeah, that, I think that was two thousand nine. Yeah, we were leaving my dad's house, and I had all the kids, and this, and we were driving home, and we got to the bridge, and we were freaked out about going over the bridge, and when we did. Uh, the bridge kind of goes up a little bit and then down on the other side. Yeah. It's not exactly flat. Uh, when we went to stop at the red light, we went through it. I mean, we slid, and there were cars sliding our way. I, that's the only reason why I really don't like – I like snow. I don't like ice. Ice is scary. Yeah, it is. Hmm. Like that 100-car pileup that happened the other day. Yeah, that was on what Monday or Tuesday? Monday or Tuesday, yeah. It was, it was Tuesday. Or two, or was it Wednesday? Yeah, that, that's right because I yeah it was I actually had to I had to watch my kid and her brother because my my ex and her husband were out of town, and as part of that, I was also checking on their dog twice a day. And the first, yeah, that's right. And the first morning that I had to check on them was Wednesday. And I remember the roads being slick then because there was a little bit of sleep, but the temperatures were still below freezing. That's what, and that was the same day. Yeah, it was Wednesday because that was the same day that uh, I, I hit a minor patch too, but I what I was able to control my car. But yeah, the, of 120 vehicles, six deaths, Around 50 or so hospitalized and another 50 or so that were treated and released. And it happened in the, yeah, it happened in the express lane on 35 going south. Yeah. I don't know what time of morning it was. I know it was before 8, though, because it was still dark outside with the video that I saw. Though The one clip that I saw showed a lot of cars already part of the pileup but then i the one that really really freaked me out was the fedex truck that just barreled into it mm-hmm. and i i don't know the circumstances behind it because fedex hasn't released a statement and neither has 
the media or the city of Fort Worth or TxDOT. The, the Department of Transit or whoever takes care of that express lane. Yeah, TxDOT. Did not uh, decided not to de-ice that road, and I know that there were. I can't read that right now. I I know that there were uh, people who were dead who had to stay in that wreck overnight because they couldn't get to them, and they were more worried about transporting the wounded to a hospital. Right. And so I don't know. I mean, I, I don't know who. I, I think it's the Department of Trans uh, Transportation. Don't quote me on that, but. They decided they made a decision not to de-ice that road for some reason. Do you know if it was the in, uh, Do you know if it was the entire interstate or just the express lanes? I believe it was just the express lanes, and if, if okay. that's the case, they should have just closed them down. Yeah, because in weather conditions like these, you know, people are going to drive slow anyway. Right. No one, nobody, really needs to be in that much of a hurry unless you're an emergency vehicle personnel. You know, I kind of wonder if they were like, you know, we don't have to worry about the express lane because people don't, uh, the, the traffic's on its way down because people are trying to save money. So we'll just de-ice the main road. And But, you know, when traffic starts building up, the first decision people make is to take a faster route. Yeah. So obviously we're going to go on the express lane. Yeah. I, I don't know why they didn't de-ice it. Makes you wonder, that's for sure. Yeah, yeah I- I don't think we'll be hearing a, about a another incident like that, at least here in Texas, anytime soon. I feel like they've learned their lesson. You remember that bridge that collapsed up there in the northwest because it was just so outdated, it just collapsed and killed a bunch of people? No, where was this? Uh, that was several years ago. Hmm. I don't remember what year. Hold on. I've heard of bridges collapsing in... Cities where earthquakes are prominent, like San Francisco, or mudslides. I haven't heard about anything else like that. Not recently, at least. Uh, I'd say it was back in 2016 or something like that. Okay. But uh, this this rivals it in the amount of deaths. Oh, so there were at least six people that died in it, too? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, because yeah, when the bridge collapsed, a lot of the cars went, you know, nose first into the ground. <laughs> some of them survived it, and some of them didn't. Yeah. Well, I have a, I have a snow story as well. When I, when I was a kid, we made frequent trips to North Carolina to see my mom's side of the family, my grandparents and... Two of my three aunts lived lived out there, and one year it was ninety. It was ninety three. I remember that specifically. We we usually we drove every year. We never flew. We usually went from Texas through Arkansas, Tennessee, then South Carolina, North Carolina. That was a typical route that we took, both there and coming back. We usually didn't go through. Um, Alabama, Mississippi, Georgia, and then make our way north. So I think we only did that once or twice, actually. Anyway, one of my favorite parts of the the trips to North Carolina, both going there and coming back, were passing through the Great Smoky Mountains in Tennessee, which is beautiful scenery. That one that one year, it was December, we got stuck in the mountains, and there was a probably a good six inches of snow on on the ground at least. And what had happened is that a semi lost control and skid off the road into one of those snow embankments that the, I guess, their department of transportation does where they make snow bumps to make, to help stop the truck, stop any large vehicles like that if they skid out of control or maybe for any cars in general. I don't know. But that's that's what it happened, and it took us an additional three hours to get to our hotel last night. I mean, not not, not last night, but it, that night when it happened. God damn. Yeah, I would just hate to be stuck in that situation. That's awful. Yeah, let's see here. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on is that. Yesterday, 
I felt the need to blow off a little bit of steam. I did have kind of a stressful week, honestly, because I had to, you know, obviously I had to work like most of us, but my, my daughter and her brother, which is her half brother from my, my ex's current, current husband, uh, I was watching them from Tuesday night until Saturday morning. And yeah, cause she, yeah, cause my ex and her husband had, uh, went out of town. So, <laughs> I was, yeah, so I was working and then, yeah, my daughter, she's 14. She's going to be 15 this year. So she's pretty low maintenance, but her brother is kind of a handful. I'm not going to lie. He's, he's nice. He's a nice kid and he's well behaved. He's just, he's just very busy. And yeah, whenever they, whenever they got picked up on Saturday morning, I was just, I just had to blow off a little bit of steam. So I was invited to go over to my good friend Dustin's house from the Jerry Jonestown massacre. And Matt Stubbs was over there too, because as I've mentioned in the past, I've been recruited to play bass tracks for their new musical project, Stink Flamingo. (laughs) And what I'm about to play started off as a rough concept with just instrumental tracks. Though I want to say after our efforts yesterday, it's near all but near completion. And I'm going to play this here. It's a short song. It's barely a minute long, if that. So here you go. Here you go. Wait, what? What happened? It just stopped. Oh, son of a bitch. Are you kidding me? <laughs> what? <laughs> All right, let me try this again. Hold on. And there you go. <laughs> the first track from Stink Flamingo, that one's called Fatal Flaw. <laughs> good. It's pretty insane. The The instruments that you hear are really guitar, bass, vocals, and what you heard is drums is actually the MIDI, a MIDI sequencing. That's not the actual, they're not live drum tracks that are recorded yet by the band's drummer yet. That's probably going to come last, actually. <laughs> so, uh, is that Matt Stubbs singing? Yeah, that's Matt Stubbs singing. Yeah, he was actually the... And that's actually how I know him. is because I was in a band with him called Steadfast from 2001 through 2003. And he was the lead vocalist and rhythm guitarist. Wow. Have yeah. you ever been in a band with Dustin before? No, no, because Dustin's a bassist. And, you know... and Now... In this band, he's doing keyboards and sampling and that sort of thing. So that's really the only way that we can actually coexist in a band. Yeah, because it's not common for bands to have more than one bassist. Just like it's not common for bands to have more than one drummer. Just one of those things. Yeah, so I, I look forward to finalizing some of the other songs. That one was pretty chaotic. And and crazy to say the least. <laughs> oh, but it's, yeah, it sounds like it's gonna be a pretty good album. Yeah, there are a total of five tracks that are really just loose ideas, like that that sac- that song that I just played, "Fatal Flaw," was one of them. And then there are five or six other tracks that are just drum sequences that are basically an open slate for. Myself or or the other 
two members to write any riffs that they want to or that we want to. Uh, let's, yeah, thanks. <laughs> All right, so in video games, I really haven't, I really haven't played much over the last week. Now today, today I decided to get back into Trials of Man of Mana some, and this is actually, I don't know if I talked about this on the f- show before. I got a, I want to say about a month ago, maybe two months ago, and what it is is that it is a, it's for the PlayStation Four. It is a modern graphical remake. Yeah, it's a modern day remake of a Super NES or actually Super Famicom game that was only released in Japan in '95. And what it is is that it's actually the seek the sequel to The Secret of Mana, which was released in the U.S. in the early '90s for the Super NES. And it 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 was of it was a pretty big hit. Yeah, The Secret of Mana was a pretty good, big hit, and it had a lot of critical acclaim, and it was one of those you know cult classics that I don't want to say... I don't want to say that it has as much clout as, say, Final Fantasy VII did, but it came close, just in a... It, it, just in a different way. It was more of like an... And it's more of an action RPG instead of a true RPG. Anyway, but Trials of Mana 3 is its... I'm sorry. Trials of Mana, a.k.a. Seiken Densetsu 3, is the third game in the series. And what's cool is that there are six characters you can choose from. You can choose one as your primary and then two companions. And during combat, you can actually switch between any any of the three. And what's really unique about this game is that the story... Yeah, the the story combinations are pretty pretty wide depending on who you choose because the depending on who you choose as your main character, there's there's the main story plot and then whoever you choose as your side characters, their conflicts that they're going through also have them uh also play a part a, a part in the main, in the storyline. So, it's pretty interesting to say the least and the combat's not too not too hard hard at all. It's just uh, fast attack and strong attack, and of course you have a good good mix of items in there that can either restore your life, your magic points, uh, give you temporary uh, temporary stat increases, that sort of thing. Level up, leveling up system is pretty easy too. Yeah, so for the kind of game it is, even in the more difficult battle parts, it's not like overly frustrating. So it's actually it's. So far, I'm I like it a lot. It's a it's a joy to play. So far, it's almost kind of like a slice of life in a way, because even in the um, even in the more uh, intense parts of the story, it doesn't. It still feels fairly upbeat. It's almost like playing a Disney a Disney movie in a way. That's what I compare it to. Well, um. I, I, I beat Superman. That's probably one of the first RPGs on Super Nintendo that I ever beat. Really? That was a really fun game. Yeah, and, and it, it was two player, so that made it a little, you know, uh, you could play for you by yourself, or anybody could just pick up the second player and start playing with you. Yes, yes, I do remember that. And that was that was a lot of fun too. Yeah, that's one thing that Trials of Man has misses out misses out on. Is that it's one single player only. You can't. There's no uh, multiplayer on it, which is kind of a bummer, but it's all right. Yeah, and the uh, some of the other things that tra- transferred over from the Secret of Mana is also in Trials of, Ma- of Mana. A lot of the en- the common enemies are there, like the little blobs that look like rabbits, and the the oh. cannon that you jump in to transport you from one end of the world to the other. That's in the that's in Trials of Mana too. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, <laughs> and they. I, uh... I really like the storyline on that. And did they, did Trials of Mana continue on from that storyline, or is it like ten thousand years later? Like, I don't know if there's actually any parallels between the story of Secret of Mana and Trials of Mana, or if it's in the same time period. It doesn't really say. I mean, the the game stands on its own, aside from yeah, the fact that Secret of Mana leave off on like a sort of like a. You know, there's going to be a sequel because the, the storyline wasn't finished, or 
I think one of the the main characters sacrificed themselves, but then at the end, it kind of looked like they they didn't. I don't know. I don't remember. Years since I beat the game, but I kind of remember something like that. Yeah, it's been a long time for me too. And then then the second one never came out, so I didn't know how Trials of Men actually worked. Yeah, well, act in in actuality. Secret of Mana is actually the second game in the ser- the the true second game in the series. The first game was Se- Seiken Densetsu in Japan in Japan for Game Boy and was released here as the Final Fantasy Legend. That, really? Yeah. They just re oh. rebranded it and then and uh, reskin reskin the enemies for the is the storyline been altered as well? Or I heard it was, actually. That sucks. Yeah, anyway. Japan gets all the good games. I know it. Well, Square seems to seem to have had that habit with a lot of their games in the 90s, which is why people are so chronologically confused about, about the Final U.S. Fantasy. releases of Final Fantasy, yeah. Yeah, like 1 is 3 and 2 is... Five or something like that. Okay, yeah. So the first one, yeah. So the first one was released in both U.S. and Japan, and the second game was only released. Yeah, the second, third, and fifth games were only released in Japan. the 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 fourth game was the first one for the NES, which was released over in the U.S. as two, and then the sixth game was released. In the USS three, and then <laughs> once seven came out, they just said, "Fuck it, we're gonna name it seven in all regions." Yeah, you know what's funny is you could actually go back to the second, third, fifth, whatever, whichever ones were Japan only, and you can get those ROMs with fan made translations. Oh yeah, I, I did that years ago when I was in college. <laughs> and you could actually go through the entire quest and. Not that it makes a hill of beans because it's not like it's linear. It's a linear uh, storyline. Right. They're all. They're all. Uh, they're all sep- their own separate stories. <laughs> yeah, it would be nice to have a con- you know a continuation of their stories instead of you know a thousand years later. Yeah, and just having. S- and the only reoccurring characters that I see in the Final Fantasy series is Sid. Yeah. Yeah. He appeared in uh, four. Seven and fifteen, I think. Actually, I think he was also in ten. Oh hell, I don't know. I've it's been too long. Anyway, the, uh, about so for the secret of uh, yeah, so for the mana the mana series, there have been a couple of other games that have come out over the years. There was um, I can't remember the name. There was also an entry for the PlayStation One system. My brother actually had a copy. I didn't really care for it that much. But it's worth some money now, so I don't think he, I don't think he has it anymore. It's not Legend of Mana, or maybe it is Legend of Mana. I'd have to look it up. Anyway, I'm, I'm going down too far of a rabbit hole here. Yeah, but the, for for the kind of game it is, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it, and I'll probably play it a little bit more tonight before I get up and go to work tomorrow. Um, uh, and in other games, uh, so I know that you and Alex and Sushi have gotten back into Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I really... At that game, never-ending storylines. It's great. I mean, normal MMOs, you go in and you're basically a messenger or a... a you know, go kill five enemies, go do this. Ever uh, ESO has that aspect because I just can't imagine a game without it. But there's also, like puzzles and you know things that make you think like you have to you know when you'll have to put a robot together and have you know you have to figure out this puzzle this riddle to get the right you know gear to spark ratio for it and uh the combat is like dark soul it's like it's it's little like stuff like honest to goodness skyrim for an mmo that's amazing you know yeah I played it. I plugged in uh, my PS4 controller, and I played. I could do everything in combat that that had been better you know, with the controller than I did with the keyboard. Oh, nice! Yeah, that you know, seems like to be my go. Roll is so 
so much easier with the, the joystick than it is with the keyboard and mouse. Yeah, that seems to be my go-to for PC games also is the controller. I I never really was a fan of playing with the mouse and keyboard, except for Doom, because at the time, our joysticks didn't really work that well, and plus 3D anything, 3D first-person anything was brand new, so it was the only way I could really play it was on the keyboard alone. The keyboard and mouse is only good for things like trade skilling and um, and any, any interaction with a, with a seller is so much easier with the with the keyboard and mouse because you just they, they limit the what, what it is it's really kind of neat when you plug in your your controller it switches the user interface to uh more like a console like a console version of it oh nice and so all the all, it, it it plays just like a, a ps4 game would play but it also will instantaneously detect if you switch to your mouse and keyboard. So the, the, the UI switches back to a normal PC UI. You don't have to make switch any settings in it at all. So if I put down my controller and pick up my mouse, and boom, I'm, I'm ready to do anything I want to do with the keyboard and mouse, which I found to be quite refreshing because I didn't have to go into settings and say, okay, I'm not using my keyboard. I'm, I'm using my controller and vice versa. Yeah, that is pretty nice that you don't have to keep configure reconfiguring your controller options or your control options yeah yeah and when i first got the game it, the game was really clunky you know it's made by bethesda so right and but the game has gotten so refined and polished it's it's a there's it, everything is voice acted everything it's amazing I mean, I have not found a quest yet where there was not voice acting. Hmm. I was once a brave adventurer until I took an arrow to the knee. Yeah. Thousands of quests. Hundreds of thousands. They probably just keep adding on dialogue whenever they release an, another expansion pack. Yeah, that, I mean, maybe you should keep trying out on that website of yours. You might get a part. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I sincerely doubt that. <laughs> the the Buford yeah the casting call club is just community projects nothing on there's very very little projects on there actually advertised well, any I mean, any paid roles I just don't know if I don't know how they could afford to pay all those voice act, voice actors and I I have rarely seen them two two voice actors voicing the same the same part that's also something's there's something to be said of that as well because they're really going for the realism in that. Yeah. Yeah, because you they could just as easily have three or four stock actors that they use for uh, for their extras. Yeah, I was kind of figuring that there would be like one or two, maybe uh, maybe a half a dozen voice actors in this thing, and then that would be it. Uh, unless they're really good at changing their voices, they're they're all over the place. And I think the the voice actor who did the prophet in the main quest might actually be Gandalf the Grey. Because he sounds a lot like him. Are you talking about Sir Ian McKellen? Yeah. Hmm. I, I would have to look that up. <laughs> I may be wrong. That would be pretty awesome if he, he, he voiced, voiced a character. What the heck was that? <laughs> that was my computer, sorry. Oh, okay, that's all right. <laughs> I was going to say, Elijah Wood also, he's also done some video games too. Well, he, well, he, he did one called Broken Age. It was an adventure game that was done by Double Fine, by one of my favorite um, favorite game developers, Tim Schafer. It was, it, it was him, him, Jack Black, Will Wheaton, a bunch of other and a bunch of other people that also lend their voices to this game. It was pretty interesting. <laughs> and actually told it from two separate individual standpoints. You can actually switch characters back and forth between the world that one of them exists and the where the other one existed. Oh, and, you know, I am completely wrong. Who did he play? He looks really familiar. Oh, no. He played Dumbledore. That's Michael Gambon. Uh, oh, okay. 
Yeah, the the Dumbledore in the majority of the movies, not the. I knew the voice was a celebrity, but I just couldn't figure out who the voice was. Yeah, it was Dumbledore. Okay, Dumbledore. Snape, Severus Snape. The second Dumbledore, not the one who's dead. All right, that's Richard. That was Richard Harris. (laughs) You know what was actually kind of ironic about Richard Harris whenever, whenever the news stories ran around the time that he died. That he, much like Alec Guinness, he resented the fame that he received from being cast as Dumbledore because he didn't want he didn't want his legacy of being an actor to be known just about the one role that he had, just because of how the popularity of the movie series and the books that came before it. And the same thing happened with Alec Guinness. Uh, he. Aside from the interviews that he did whenever he was still alive and still had and had roles in the you know episodes four, five, and six, he didn't yeah. do any cons. He didn't answer any fan mail. He really didn't want to talk about the role, the the roles much at all in interviews past past the those movies up until the when he died because of the same statement. He didn't want to be remembered just as Obi Wan Kenobi that he had been a veteran actor for several years. Before he even accepted that role, so uh, I just felt that it was kind of funny that that they both had uh, similar sentiments when they were still alive. That's crazy. Yeah, I can't really right, think yeah. of anything uh, that Richard Harris was in before Dumb- D- before he was cast as Dumbledore, though. I haven't really checked into it. I think he was more prominent in the UK than he was here. Anyway. Let's see. Oh, Richard Harris was in. I don't know if there's anything. Oh, well, he's in a couple of things. What do you see? He's in the Caesar TV series, um, Town of Monte Cristo, The Pearl, uh, My Kingdom, The Apocalypse, Gladiator. Oh, he was in Gladiator. Richard Crow. Okay. Yeah, that must have been also one of his final roles because Gladiator came out in 2000, I think, or 99, one of those years. Russell Crowe, yeah. I said Richard, that's not right. All right. Yeah, he was in that movie. Okay. Uh, and lots of movies before that. Oh, I bet. <laughs> lots of TV shows. He's had a really long history, actually. He could have been a Bond villain. It's got the English accent. Yeah. Speaking of Bonds, I heard Gulliver's that... Gulliver's Travel. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, he was Lemuel Gulliver. Speaking of Bonds, I heard that Daniel Craig's not doing any more Bond movies, that they're going to go with somebody... They're going to cycle out the act, the actor that plays him for the next movies. Or I thought they hired a, a chick to do it this time. Really? I... I don't know what I remember. What would her name be? Jane Jane Bond? Well, maybe it was a, maybe it was a, a black guy. I'm not real sure. Was it Idris Elba? It was something controversial that shouldn't have really been controversial, from what I remember. Okay, let me see because it yeah. will be. Yeah. Hmm, that's interesting. There was actually. There's actually a rumor that Halle Berry was going to be in one of the, one of the, there was going to be a Bond uh, spinoff from her character from Tomorrow Never Dies, which I, I didn't really care for that movie. I remember her, I remember her being in it. Okay. Yeah, I guess they haven't picked one because I see all kinds of, uh, I see all kinds of stories saying like Ralph Fiennes Uh, wants to be in. Yeah, it says right here, uh, last start in time-honored spy film fashion with the red herring, Lashana Lynch is the next 007. This has been confirmed. In fact, she takes over the role for Daniel Craig in the new Bond film, No Time to Die. So, so job done, we can all go home. Lashana Lynch, okay. This was that that was okay. I'm seeing. Oh, then, it's, then it goes on to say that that's not true. Okay. 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 I just kind of left it because I didn't know. Hmm. 
Hmm. There's there's all kinds of rumors. They got Lashana Lynch, Cillian uh, Murphy, uh, the Scarecrow from Batman. Yeah, yeah, Cillian Murphy Tom would Hardy. be a good one. Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy would be too. I could picture him as more of a villain though, but maybe because I've seen him mostly his villain roles and the movies he's Dave been in. Norton or Robert Pad- Pattinson. Hmm. Those are another ones. And Sam Hugan. You want sure. you want a, a parody James Bond? You could throw. Uh, what's the kid from Spider the new Spider Man? Tom Holland. Tom Holland. Tom Holland. <laughs> I'm John. I'm Bond. James Bond. <laughs> uh, I remember seeing a a James Bond parody movie from the '90s called Spy Hard, <laughs> and. Spy Hard. Yeah, it it had uh, Leslie Nielsen in it, and Weird Al sung the the theme song to it. <laughs> it was it was forgettable, but it was pretty funny. Andy Griffith was also the villain. He had robotic arms. <laughs> Andy Griffith makes a funny villain. Yeah, he does. That, uh, Rustler's Rhapsody we were watching. Steve is. <laughs> All right, so with Sushi not here. There's really no one to ask questions to for Stump the Rui Turner, so we'll skip out on that this week. And also, no conspiracies other than <laughs> other than some somebody's controlling the weather, which is why we're stranded here in our homes. No, <laughs> that's such a bullshit. For, forcing us to forcing us to quarantine for a week. You no, know, I mean shit. People have already been quarantining for almost a year now, and then this just this just further <laughs> this just impedes. That even more. All right. So until then, I think we'll call an end to this debacle and enjoy and enjoy the snow before it turns to ice. All right. And until then, if you have anything you'd like for us to discuss, you can only send an email to robotuner at, uh, sorry, robotuner2020 at gmail.com. Again, that's robotuner2020 at gmail.com. You can also call and leave a voicemail at 682-325-1379. Follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at The RoboTuner. And we are live most Sundays, if not every Sunday, between the hours of 6 p.m. Or starting at between the hours of 6 p.m. and and 7 p.m. Depending on what we feel like and what time zone that you're in. But those times are central. Uh, All right. Until then, we're out of here. Hopefully, the next time we record will be much warmer. Red pants. Doing the podcast. RoboTuner, master of debacles. Doing the podcast. Sushi's news and conspiracies. Doing the podcast. Thunder Cave Fun Media. Doing the podcast. Alex the Intern. Doing the podcast. Shitocracy. Doing the podcast. Red Pants Theater. Doing the podcast. You can't put the chains on, RoboTuner. Red pants.